Hi everybody, it's Barry here again for another episode of Turning the Page and it's just so good to be with you again um, talking about spiritual formation, mental health and everything in between and around. It's a big topic. <laughs> uh, this week's topic is around accepting consequences and uh, a few years ago I was caught speeding uh, it was actually quite a few quite a few years ago I'll just let you know and I and the policeman pulled me up and asked me did I know what speed I was traveling at and I didn't and he told me and then I wrote, a t- wrote out a ticket with a fine which I duly paid the fine that was their consequence, but also there's a consequence um, of an embarrassment to myself <laughs> and, of course, the hit to the wallet. You know, with him, there was no just, there, there was complete justice, absolute justice, uh, no mercy, and certainly no grace. <laughs> I accepted the consequences of my actions. However, thinking back now, I'm really glad that the consequence was only a fine and not something much worse such as hitting a pedestrian because of my excessive speed and I suppose that particular situation stuck in my brain and actually did alter my behavior but when you've been caught doing something wrong okay think of something you've done wrong because we've all done them <laughs> what is your very first reaction what do you what do you go to? You know, do you run? Uh, do you hide? Do you blame someone else or something else? Or get angry? Or even get angry at God? Anything to avoid an awareness that the consequences are entirely on your shoulders. <laughs> oh, look, my, my ancestors have always done this. Yeah, our ancestors have always, always done this. You know, my parents... They try to hide their crimes under fig leaves. Can you imagine that? Under fig leaves. This is, of course, Genesis. My first father, he blamed my first mother. And my first mother blamed Satan. And Satan had a great party with that. (laughs) And we're all stuck in the same curve. Where we don't want to accept the consequences of our our actions. Um, But you did it, didn't you? And your choices got you where you are today. Um, and But your choices and how you accept the consequences or not will also lead you out. Yeah, and yes, I know um, we live lives where so many people, so many other people's choices affect us. But we have to take responsibility for what is within our control. I was the one that pushed the accelerator down too much. <laughs> no one else. I'm not blaming anyone else for what I did. That was on me. And at that moment when we have to uh, accept consequences, it can be like um, a place of earth-shattering, fig-wearing awareness where, where our senses actually triggered. Sight, sound, taste, smell, touch. Um, the bottom of... Um, Maslow's hierarchy of needs, you know, it really gets down to things like food and um, sensation stuff. 
and we come hungry to a naked, we come naked to a, um, a field of pigs. And if you remember the story of the prodigal son, he he came to rock bottom when he had nothing to eat. That's when he started to come to his senses. He even wanted to eat the the pods, um, which probably carob pods that he was actually feeding the pigs. But he wasn't even allowed those. Here's the passage. After he spent everything, there was a severe famine in that whole country, and he began to be in need. So he went and hired himself out to a citizen of the country, who sent his field sent to him sent him into his fields to feed the pigs. He longed to fill his stomach with the pods that the pigs were eating, but no one gave him anything. When he came to a census, he said, How many of my father's hired servants have food to spare? And here I am starving to death. Now, it wasn't just the desire to eat the pig food, but that he wasn't even allowed to eat the pig food. The owners of the pig food considered the pigs more important than him. Um, He didn't have any value. The pigs did. And in a Jewish culture, (laughs) where Jesus was talking to, pigs were... Yeah, they're, they're the worst of the worst sort of thing. So this guy was in a really bad way. And the consequences of what he'd done, the choices he'd made, had hit him hard. Pigs were preferred to him. And often there is an acceptance of consequences only when we have run out of resources. There are no more fig leaves from which to stitch together some protection over our nakedness. You, we, you give up trying to shift the blame somewhere else. You know, acceptance is a tough road because it strips you of all you have used to protect yourself. All those things like uh, your money, your intelligence, your wit, uh, your humour, your beauty, your charm, your appearance, manipulation, manipulations, deceptions. It's like um, sin management. You know, fig leaves. This is how I manage my sin. But you are stripped bare, ready for death by stones. Uh, you are that powerless woman that's been caught in adultery that other people want to stone. And when you've lost everything, you've got nothing to lose. <laughs> so you, you cry out in painful desperation. You go home empty-handed, um... And you cry out to Christ for a little remembrance. And uh, if you remember the story of Jesus on the cross, there were two criminals who were led out to be executed with him. And when they came to a place called the skull, they nailed him to the cross as Jesus. And the criminals were also crucified, one on his right and one on his left. And one of the criminals beside him scoffed, So you're the Messiah, are you? Prove it by saving yourself. And us too, while you're at it. But the other criminal protested, Don't you even fear God when you have been sentenced to die? Look, we we deserve to die for our crimes. But this man has done nothing wrong. Then he said to Jesus, Remember me when you come into your kingdom. Jesus replied, I assure you today you will be with me in paradise. And the three of them were crucified. One Jesus, who is completely innocent and blameless. And the other two, well, they were guilty as charged. 
One of them wanted a miracle, to avoid the consequences of what he had done. The other wanted uh, like a future with a blameless king. He could see what Jesus was all about. He accepted the consequences of what he had done. A bloody cross. But he held out for a future. Uh, Acceptance means simply that. To accept. To take it on. No excuses. No blame shifting. No hiding. I, I, I love to see progressions, one thing leading on to another, then on to another. And one of the most profound I've ever come across is the progression from justice to mercy to grace. And adulteress, you know, in our, our story about the, the woman caught in adultery, she waits for justice to happen, the stones. But in the end, she discovers a mercy and grace. She discovers salvation. And the prodigal son receives justice, but he prays for mercy and discovers grace. Uh, the faith on the cross receives justice, hopes in a merciful remembrance by Jesus in his kingdom, and is promised a garden walk with Jesus. He could see Jesus was innocent and above Christ's head with the crimes written out, King of the Jews. Look, he... He wanted to be remembered in this new kingdom. And, you know, a kingdom has power structures and hierarchy. So he pleads for a little mercy to be remembered and not forgotten. Not to be left outside the city walls. But Jesus, he promises something even better. That he will be with him in paradise. Uh, like a garden, and a park, an embracement. Look, a pinhole of light exists even in our darkest crucifying moments that we can hope through. That's the progression we offered. Justice, mercy, grace. Do we offer that to others? Do we give others what we so desperately need ourselves? Accepting the consequences of a repentant heart saying yes to what they, you have done and praying for mercy and possibly discovering grace. See, when you're at the bottom, you are totally at the mercy of others. Others' response to you is their free choice. You can't demand them to be kind, thoughtful, or show mercy. They have free will, and it's over to them as to how they treat, how they, treat you. they may not even allow you to eat pig food. Stones may well be picked up, ready to be thrown. The crucifixion nail may be hammered in just a little further. Their response is their responsibility. But there is actually one that is watching all of this. One that knows the sins of all. And it's Jesus. And you know, remember the story of the woman caught in adultery and um, these men were going to kill her and stone her. And Jesus bends down, writes something in the dirt, uh, and they, they kept badgering him. And he straightened up and he said, the sinless one among you, go first. <laughs> Throw the stones. Bending down again, he wrote some more on the dirt. And hearing that, one after another, beginning with the oldest, began to walk away. And the woman was left alone with Jesus. And Jesus stood up and spoke to her. Woman, where are they? Does no one condemn you? No one, Master. Neither do I said Jesus.
You see, justice, mercy, and grace. Look, we accept the consequences, but we can also accept the consequences of one who has taken upon himself the whole weight of the world's wrongdoing. And his offer to us is mercy and grace. Can you give yourself some mercy? What about some grace? Do this for others too. Mercy them. Grace them. Here's some quotes. Your future is is not determined by your past or your parentage, but by your own choices, the choices you make today and tomorrow. Now is the key to tomorrow, not yesterday. David Riddell. And accepting responsibility for our own attitudes and choices is the first step to a healed life. Christians call this repentance. David Riddell. God invites us, in short, to find him. And he lets us know that in the process of finding him, we'll find ourselves. Larry Crane. God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change things I can, and wisdom to know the difference. Reinhold Neuber. Acceptance doesn't mean complacency or giving up. We can accept something while at the same time trying to make it better. Rick Hansen. Sooner or later, everyone sits down to a banquet of consequences. Robert Louis Stevenson. The difficulty we have in accepting responsibility for our behaviour lies in the desire to avoid the pain of the consequences of that behaviour. M. Scott Peck. And changing behaviour by use of willpower alone will soon result in playing the same tune in a different key. The problems just move sideways. David Riddell. Some questions. Have you ever been in a situation where you've had to accept consequences? I'm sure you have. (laughs) What's your favourite sin management avoidance strategy? Is it running? Hiding? Lying? Minimising? Number three, justice to mercy to grace. How hard is it to receive mercy and grace when all you know you deserve is justice? Hey, um... Hopefully this has helped you, uh, that we all actually have to accept the consequences. But that there is mercy and grace. That there is hope. And I pray that you, whatever situation you're facing today, that you will discover mercy and grace. And that you'll be able to give it to others who desperately need it. Thanks for watching, thanks for listening, and big thanks to people who support Turning the Page. If you'd like to be one of those wonderful people, (laughs) turn in the page.co.nz forward slash support. And um, we'll talk to you next week. Bye.